Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Fair County Weekend Sports Show here on 930 WFMD. I'm your host, Steve Nibbs, and today my my guest is the head men's coach at Hood College, Mr. Chad Dickman. And, and Chad, thank you for taking some time, and I uh, always uh, enjoy getting back as you and see how things are doing uh, with the Blazers. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on, Steve. It's been, a, it's been an exciting year so far. Let's go ahead and, and, and look at that, starting with what your expectations, what you were looking at for this ball, ball club, and what has transpired to this point. Um, I think every year our expectations are to win the conference. I mean, I think we have that ability um, every year. Uh, you know, our conference is really good. Uh, pretty thorough conference. With it's kind of rare that there's ever a team that's head and shoulders uh, better than everyone else. So I think you know, as long as you have a, a really solid squad, you at least have that opportunity to to make a run every year. So that was a goal, uh, as it is every year. Um, we were uh, picked to finish sixth in the preseason poll uh, out of nine, um, which surprised me a little bit, but. Um, but not a ton because the conference, all the pretty much all the good players from the previous year had come back, uh, and, it, and the conference was good the previous year. So, you know, heading into this year, uh, you know, my thought process was the conference is going to be as strong as it's ever been. So it's going to be a gauntlet uh, throughout these, you know, this conference schedule. Um, so as far as that goes, where we're at right now, uh, you know, I'm, I'm extremely happy with. Uh, how we've played so far and, and kind of where we're sitting currently. And what, what is your record at the moment, uh, Chad? Uh, so we're 13 and five overall, uh, 10 and one in the conference, uh, alone in first place right now. And um, I think we have the highest strength of schedule in the conference as well, which is really big when the NCAA is looking at, you know, potential at large mm -hmm. uh, bids for the NCAA tournament, you know, if we do not happen to win our conference tournament. And, you know, in Division Three, it's it's really hard to get an at-large bid because of how many there, – there's so many more teams in Division Three than, than there are in Division One and Division Two, but there's still only 64 teams going to the national tournament. So the the uh, region looking looks at uh, strength of schedule, um, uh, being able to, you know, beat a – uh, maybe a Division two school or uh, uh, something like that gives you an opportunity to possibly get in if you can't, like you said, like you can't if you can't win your conference tournament. Yes, yeah, somewhat. They they have um, like if you beat a Division one or Division two school, you, there's no benefit to it um, for that reason. It's only uh, how you play against the, uh, the Division three teams. So oh, I'll say okay, okay, yeah. So they'll, they'll look at your, you know, your your win loss percentage. They'll look at your strength of schedule. You know how good your opponents were. They'll look at how good their opponents were. Um, they look at whether it was home or away or a neutral site. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of different things that go into these rankings. Um, so, you know, I, my experience so far, I've kind of understood how important the strength of schedule aspect is, um, and obviously. You know, playing a tough schedule is one thing. You, you know, you got to win those games. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we have five losses, but all five losses were to, um, you know, pretty pretty good teams, uh, including a couple 
top 25 teams and uh, Randolph Macon, who's number one in the country. So um, that that's helped us where, where we sit at the, the rankings overall. But, you know, we still got to take care of some business and we don't want to um, kind of rely on that because uh, we got we got a ways to go before I think we're firmly in position to get that at large. Does the conference you play in, do they look at that as well? I mean, as far as the competitiveness and 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 the um, strength of that of that conference. Yeah, that comes into into play. Um, not conference specifically, but the, they still judge by the same factors. So as long as our conference is, is you know playing well in their non-conference games, that's going to build up their resumes. And um, when we get into conference play, you know, the better that our teams did in non-conference the better it is for us and our strength of schedule. Okay. Talk a little bit about this team, uh, Chad, and, and how the, what they've done, what you found out about this club that's got you to this point where you're in first place in the conference and have a very respectable 13-5 and five record. Well, I, I knew we had a chance to be really good. We, we, we brought back uh, – um, the twins, the Wang twins, Evan and Mason Wang. Um, so we didn't play any games last year because of COVID. We were one of the teams that sat out the entire year. Uh, so those guys did not come back to school. Um, so they were just going to come back their final year uh, this year and use their last year eligibility. So getting them back was a big boost for us. Um, and so that's been uh, uh, one of the most important things. Um you know, our, our younger guys used – the guys that were on campus last year got a lot better. Uh, we had about 10 or 11 guys that, that stayed on campus last year. We were able to at least do workouts. Um, so that really helped those guys. And then we added a couple of, you know, really nice pieces to our program with a couple of grad transfers and a couple of uh, solid freshmen. Um, so, you know, I think overall we're really careful on who we bring into our program just to make sure – um, you know, the, the, the mindsets are the same, the character is the same. Uh, we don't want to bring in, you know, uh, a couple guys that could, um, throw our program off track if, if something doesn't go, go their way, if you know what I mean? Yes. Um, so, you know, the, the we very rarely look at transfers. Um, you know, the, the two grad transfers we brought in, um, both had a year left and we, uh, we knew one of them, uh, from, you know, when he was in high school, we recruited him a little bit, and and I'm actually friends with his brother, his older brother, uh, and then the other one, um, one of my assistants, Arthur Claybon, uh, kind of put me on to because he was uh, doing workouts over at Arthur's facility in Frederick, um, and he had graduated from Princeton uh, recently, and so he was looking to to play one year uh, wherever he could go. So you know, it's kind of uh, you know that's that's a little bit risky to bring in a guy. Uh, or much less, you know, two guys uh, uh, coming to a program that's um, really close uh, that we expect to be successful and then kind of see how um, they mesh with everything. We felt good about the two guys we brought in because we knew they were high-character guys, uh, good leaders, uh, high-energy guys. Um, and I thought that was the one thing that we could potentially be lacking is just that high-energy leadership, um, you know, because, the, you know, the Wangs went as good as they are. They're not the most uh, outgoing guy. You know, they're, yeah. they're unassuming kids. You know, uh, they're not like uh, you know screaming at the top of their lungs and, and going crazy. <laughs> they're very even keel guys, and 
you know, the two guys that we added, Jared Young and Bryce Butler, have been uh, a real shot in the arm for us as far as just energy and maturity and leadership goes. They just, you know, they, it's very rare that we have a bad practice, and I think those two guys are a big reason for that. So, um, you know, overall, I think, uh, you know, the, the, the team just it, it has bought into everything. It, it, they're very, very close. Our team chemistry is outstanding. Um, you know, it's just a it's a bunch of guys that are just – they're not. They're not that worried about um, stats. They're not that worried about you know how much they're playing. You know, obviously everyone wants to play. Everyone wants to score. But these guys have really bought into the fact that we're trying to do something that we've never done before uh, in program history. We're trying to get on the national uh, stage and, and you know win some games in a tournament. And you know it's been a it's been a fun ride. I mean, they're they're an easy group to coach. They get along really well. So it's uh, it's made our lives easy. Indeed, and I. Certainly have seen that. And, Chad, what would you say is the strength of your team? Uh, shooting, probably. Um, we, rank, uh, we rank pretty high nationally in uh, three-pointers made per game, uh, three-point percentage. Um, you know, I, I think we, we may be – you know, there's a couple of teams that play like a, a, a kind of a goofy style where they just – the whole game, they just come down and shoot as many threes as possible and just, you know, they'll give up a layup just so they can get the ball back quickly. So, you know, we got like four teams in front of us, and I think they all play like that, and we're number five in the country. So, you know, if you're looking at actual basketball, um, you know, strategy and trying to win win games, uh, I think we may be the uh, number one shooting team in the country as far as threes made per game, and we're shooting them at a – at a high percentage, I think we're 38% as a team. Um, so that's something that, you know, we, you know, our, our tagline for our program is let it fly. Uh, we want all our guys shooting threes and, you know, we're not going to re- recruit a kid that can't make a three pointer just because it, it kind of inhibits uh, our whole strategy offensively. So, you know, we're really hard to guard. We can just really spread teams out and, you know, if they want to take away the three, you know, our guys can at least put the ball on the floor and get to the rim and, uh, we got good decision makers, and you know we we rank really really high on assist to turnover ratio. We don't turn the ball over much at all, so it's just one of those things where a team more or less has to kind of pick their poison against us. Um, and you know when when you got guys that shoot the ball as well as our guys do, it just uh, it makes it really tough on the defense. So that's probably our uh, uh, the best thing we do, and we've kind of um, you know taken that um, you know reputation. Um, these last few years, kind of to the next level, and you know, we, we, we want to find some of the best shooters around and, and, and kind of get them into our style of play. Nice scenario to be a part of, Coach. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't find playing this system back in the day. <laughs> Boy, I tell you that, and and certainly in that conference, like you say, it's always a very competitive conference. Uh, if everybody's followed it, like you said, you know, it it, it there's not a lot. Um, there's no no one that really jumps out, so to speak. It can be a battle year in, year out, and that's that parity is really, really good for um, you know the, the Division three schools that play in that conference. Yeah, I mean it, it is. It's a uh, like I said before, it's a gauntlet just because you can't have any off nights. Um, the like the the. The teams at the bottom of our, of our league are good Division Three teams. It's, it's crazy to me that you got teams like York, PA, who was in the top 25 last year, uh, is a 
is in last place in our conference. And, and they lost a couple guys, but not a ton. Um, you know, Lebanon Valley, who we only beat by six at home, is is second to last. Um, you know, Widener, who's, who, you know, Widener's beaten the number seven or eight team in the country on their home floor, and they're in third to last place in the conference. So, wow. you know, you got – yeah, you just got a situation. You know, a lot of conferences, you know, you got that team where you know it's going to be a 20-point win whether you show up to play or not. Um, unfortunately for, for us, there's no teams like that in, in our conference. So, you know, it's good that we don't have any – um, unbeatable teams um, in our conference, but at the same time, it's it's uh, it's tough, and you got to be completely focused and ready to play every single night. So that's something that we've been able to do so far, and hopefully, we can keep that uh, going with these last five. We got five regular season games left. Has the uh, have you had any COVID challenges, uh, any injuries that uh, that you've been able to, uh, to come back to? Uh, is everybody healthy? Um, yeah, I mean, I think we're herd immune at this point. Uh, <laughs> I believe, I think we've only had two guys in our program that have not had it. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> wow. It hit us hard. Yeah, it hit us hard. Um, you know, last year, which wasn't a, the biggest deal because we, we weren't playing, but then this year, I think we had eight or nine more guys get it. Um, and so we had a couple of key guys that had to sit out, um, you know, a handful of, you know, anywhere from, from, um, 10 to, to 30 days just because wow. of the whole return. Um, I'm sorry, 14 to 30 yeah, days. So right. we had some starters miss, miss games. Um, but you know, we're, we're very deep. And, and so we were, we had some guys step up and, you know, we had to play a game with, we only had eight guys dressed that had ever, uh, you know, eight guys dressed. And I think six of those guys had ever played, you know, uh, minutes for us in, in, in game. So, and we ended, we ended up winning that game. So uh, we just found ways to win. And, you know, we, we do have a couple, we have a couple of younger guys that have been out all year with injuries. So nothing that's kind of popped up, um, you know, recently. So we're, we're, we're pretty close to full strength right now, which is uh, uh, a good, a good thing, you know, winding down, coming down here at, uh, towards the finish line. It certainly bodes well. And, and you see this in, and teams like your that like you have right now, Chad, where you know if needed, when needed, that depth comes into play, and it neck that old next man up uh, philosophy jumps in there, and and you win ball games with those kids coming off the bench. Certainly speaks volumes for what you've done. Yeah, I mean, we 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 have a a great group, and like I said, we we have some some good players that just aren't, you know, getting many minutes right now just because they have, uh, you know, some guys in front of them that are, um, you know, being really, really productive and, and are probably more experienced. Um, but, yeah, I mean, when, when their number's been called, like, you know, all of our guys off the bench, younger, older, they, they've stepped up and be ready to play. And, you know, uh, I think that says a lot about uh, our guys and just their mental toughness and, and mindset. Um because again, you know, it's not easy to, you know, go through a whole year. You're practicing. We got 6 a.m. practice a lot, uh, and then you know, never getting games. Um, you know, that's obviously tough on a college player. But um, you know, they've really just kind of focused and and looked at the bigger picture. And uh, when the numbers called, they've usually uh, gone in there and produced. Change gears a little bit, Chad. You've been 
Ed Hood now is the head coach. Seven years, six seasons, uh, not counting last year. Uh, you weren't didn't have a, a season. But what have you learned about yourself at during that time, coming to this point? Yeah, yeah. Hmm, good question. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think um, as far as the basketball side of things goes, um, I think the I've realized how important it is um, to, uh, I guess, more or less focus on the types of guys that you bring in. Um, you know, I know a lot of teams, especially at this level, when you're not giving up scholarships, you can more or less recruit as many guys as possible, have tryouts, and then cut whoever's not good enough. Uh, you know, when my dad and them were here, that, that's what they had to do because, um, you know, when you're starting a program from the – from the ground floor, you, you just got to get some bodies in there. Right. Um, but a lot of programs operate like that. So, you know, you with with, with us, I didn't. Want, I wanted to make sure that we weren't bringing in any, um, you know, guys with red flag, guys with, that wouldn't mesh with, you know, what we're about. Guys that would, you know, be good ambassadors for our programs. You know, good students. So, you know, we we didn't recruit as many guys, and we definitely weren't open to having as many join our program um, as we did maybe when I first got here. Um, you know, we've we, we just been much more careful about, you know, identifying guys we think would fit well. We just do it. We talk to a lot of coaches, you know, their AAU coach, their high school coach, assistants, other coaches in that conference, um, guys on our team that may know them. Uh, we just want to find out what a guy's about um, when it comes down to it. So I think that's the one thing that, you know, you always hear, the cliche like oh you know culture this culture that um but i think just having guys with high character uh, just makes everything so much easier you know what you know and winning takes care of itself you know it's uh we've had you know i've been on on and coaching talented teams that maybe didn't do as well just because the guys didn't have the same mindset uh or goals or um you know ego or whatever it may be um, to, to to get to where they could have probably gotten. But, you know, um, just being here and, and kind of understanding how important that is, um, I think is something that I I never really knew that it was that important. So um, I think that's a, that, that's a big thing as far as the, the basketball goes. Um, and, you know, it, it's – I think anyone involved in college basketball will tell you you're around these guys – so much, you know, your assistants, the team, like they become your your family, um, and so you don't want to be around people you don't trust or you don't like being around or they don't like you or so you know. I think that's really kind of made our program what it is uh, to this point is just how uh, um, how close this, this team is and how much respect they have for each other, and uh, that's been um, that's been really really big for us. I think. Couldn't agree with you more, Chad. I think as we're running out of time, of course, as always is the case. Um, we can go and talk certainly a lot more about basketball and, and what you've done. Uh, but it certainly makes sense that you're looking for a total person in, in a sense, uh, a player, athlete, a gentleman, all in one. And, and you're right, that – that can't help but be a plus for any program and, and certainly want to 
congratulate you on what you've done there at Hood. Uh, we're coming out next week. We're looking forward to it. Uh, we always enjoy uh, doing uh, some games from Hood. The best of luck going forward, Chad, uh, with this season and, and seasons beyond, and continue to do the good work you've been doing at Hood. Hey, I appreciate it, Steve. Looking forward to seeing you uh, next week, and uh, agreed. I hope we can keep this thing rolling and branch home. I hope so, too, Chad. You've been listening to the Ferry County Weekend Sports Show here on 930 WFMD. I'm your host, Steve Nibs, and we'll see you next time. Past editions of this program are available in the audio vault at WFMD.com. News Radio 930. WFMD Frederick. A connoisseur.